0: It's the Wiki Morning Show to Go podcast. Here's Dennis John Bailey
1: and Diane Douglas. Although it's early in the summer that we you know we don't normally see you, Jason. That's true, not until a little later. But yeah. this year things are just a bit different. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> From EVSC Chief Communications Officer and a frequent guest here on the Wiki Morning Show, Jason Webkenberg. Good morning, Jason. Good morning to both of you. Good to be back. Yeah,
0: nice. good to see you, Jason.
1: Uh yesterday, EVSC uh announced you have three options is what you're calling for it for the kids to go back to school in august what's the date first of all well august 5th was always the original start date and
0: we're announcing it still is the start date um and we thought it was time to get this information out a lot of planning has gone into this and and parents need to know so it's time to start talking about it okay so option one So option one, and again, all this is based on options that that parents, members of the community feel good about. Option one's really that default option. It's learning at school, and we understand when we bring kids back, there's got to be new protocols put in place, obviously, a lot of cleaning, a lot of sanitation um, work, a lot of work on teaching kids about social distancing, and just trying to create a safe space. And we've actually done an analysis of all of our buildings, our classroom spaces, and we're coming up with ways that we can make that happen.
1: Okay. Okay what's the next option?
0: Option two would be a remote learning option. So through that option, it's really kind of a short term uh, type option for families. You know, let's say someone in a family gets exposed possibly and there needs to be a quarantine situation. Let's say there's a health situation in the family. And so when that happens, we need to have an option where kids can step away for a short term. We may be talking five days, two weeks, whatever it is. But that virtual learning, that strong connection with the teacher on a daily ongoing basis still continues. So really that
1: learning at home can continue in a very productive way
0: with a direct connection to the classroom. Okay. okay. That's, that's, a, good, that's yeah. a very
1: good point. See, it's interesting. You know, there's all these different possibilities and contingencies. All right third option. Third option would be our EVSC Virtual Academy. This is a
0: program we take a great pride in. It's been around for over 10 years, I believe. And uh, Now, this is more of a commitment. It is a strong program. And it, we've received a lot of accolades for it. It's a hybrid approach, really, between direct support from teachers and virtual learning. This would be something, though, that would require more of a semester-long or a year-long commitment. You wouldn't go in and out of the Virtual Academy like you could potentially with option two, the remote learning option. Okay, okay so this is... you. you you sign up to, to be online all year. Yeah, and there's lots of information on that. They have their website. You can get to that through the EVSC website.
1: What's the what's the consensus? What what would what what are the druthers? What would you druther do?
0: Well. You know that option one, the default option. I mean, we, we hope that most people feel good about the learning at school option because we know nothing takes the place of kids being together, albeit in a safe way now moving forward with that daily interaction with their teacher. I mean, nothing can beat that. So uh, that's the default option. A lot of work is going in and we'll continue to go in to make sure that that is a safe environment. But uh, we're going to be putting out a survey here in just a couple of weeks uh, to get some feedback from parents so we know where we're at on that. We're also going to have a Facebook live event here in two weeks where we take questions and comments
1: because we want to continue to hear from the families we serve okay and this is very important too you need to get on uh, evsc's facebook page
0: yeah and and i think if you'd go back and you'd watch that podcast it's on our website it's on our evsc facebook page as well um you can hear that conversation we had yesterday released about 20 minutes and and we'll be doing more of those throughout the summer that's for sure okay do we have a couple of questions
1: hi good morning Hey, um, on option one, if we decide to send our kids back to school, are masks going to be required?
0: That is a great question, certainly on top of a lot of people's minds. You know what we're looking at right now, and we continue to process the details, but we would encourage strongly the use of masks for students and staff when they're in those common areas, when they're moving through the hallway where it is more difficult to socially distance. Now, when we get into the classroom setting and desks are spread apart, then I think we'll be looking at, at removing those masks because we want our kids comfortable while they're learning but really an approach, common sense, when they're needed, when
1: they can help. Oh, thank God. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Hi, Zellie, Good morning. Yes, I have a question for your topic. Okay. I do want to see the kids go back to school. However, nobody has said anything about the bus situation. How are they going to get the kids there? You cannot sit kids, 40 kids in a bus, and social distance. What are you going to do to keep the bus driver safe and the kids safe on the bus?
0: That is a great question. A lot of people are wondering about school bus. That's something we can... Continue to analyze and look at. Obviously, we're looking at trying to reduce the number of kids to a seat, no more than two more, we, two per seat. We realize that's not six feet apart, so masks would come into play on a school bus. We also know that parents don't have to utilize the bus; they do have the option, of course, to drop off and pick up. So, some families may want to do that as well. But I do think mask would play a key role in school bus transportation.
1: So we're also talking about kids and masks, and that could be an issue.
0: Well, you know, you live, you learn, and this is definitely going to be a learning process, what things look like on August 5th. I'm sure we'll look different the next week and the following week. It's going to be ongoing teaching. Kids are going to learn. They're going to, we we always say that kids are going to do a fantastic job with the support and teaching of their teachers. So I know it's going to be a situation
1: where it, that continues to get better and better each day. There yeah. you go. There's right. I mean, something we got to learn to live with, too. I mean, this is not going to go away.
0: No, and I think it's great for our kids to see what adults are having to do, too. You're having to learn to operate in a safe manner as you function in your regular day-to-day
1: environment and kids need to learn that and they will sure. and so far that has seemed to be uh, the most effective yeah. you know be diligent mm-hmm. wash your hands don't touch your face wear a mask when you need to That's stay right. socially
0: distanced whenever you can
1: all right jason i imagine we might be seeing you here again in the
0: next few weeks happy to come in anytime and talk right. with both of you
1: once again now if you want to get information on your kids in evsc and and beyond too because i'll tell you what they provide a lot of information uh, universally for uh for uh, school systems around the uh, the region where do they go for, uh, for uh, social media platforms? I would definitely follow us on EVSC Facebook,
0: uh, EVSC Twitter, and you can always go to EVSC website, evscschools.com.
1: Okay. All right, excellent. The uh, Chief Communications Officer for EVSC Schools here in Evansville and Vandenberg County, Jason Wepkenberg, always a pleasure. Thank you so much.